Hey, welcome to Annotated ELA, a podcast for ELA teachers looking for ways to engage and motivate your students to be better readers, writers, communicators, and people. I'm your host, Melissa, a classroom teacher with 20 years experience in middle school. Join me right here each week for practical tips, stories, inspiration, and actionable strategies to use in your classroom and some laughs. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Annotated ELA. Do you find yourself reading middle grade books or YA novels all the time? Maybe when you're not reading, you're searching for more to read so that you have suggestions for your students at your fingertips. I mean, let's be honest, there's hundreds of books out there and it feels like you could be discovering new middle grade books every day. I am excited to share 10 with two bonus books that I just discovered before recording of some of my favorite middle grade books and also books that are sparking my students' interests. So they may not be new, but they seem to be new to my students. So let's get to it. Here are a few of my favorite middle grade books. But before I do that, I would love to know what books you and your students are loving. Please, please, please send me a DM or post a picture of your books and tag me at Annotated ELA. I really and truly would love to see what you all are loving and reading. Now let's get to it. The first book that isn't new, but that has really been flying off my shelf this year is Alone by Megan E. Freeman. It is a novel in verse that tells the story of Maddie, a young girl who finds herself stranded in a remote wilderness cabin. Maddie has to grapple with solitude, uncertainty, and the challenges of survival It is excellent for middle school ELA teachers to suggest to their students because it will hook your students right away. It really is a modern day hatchet with a girl protagonist. Check it out if you haven't. Suggest it to your students if you haven't. They're loving it. Book number two is Serafina and the Black Cloak by Robert Betty. We got the second book for free at school and I hadn't read the first. Didn't even know it was a series. It was new to me this year. It is really good, and it's it's about a brave and unusual girl named Serafina who lives secretly in the basement of the Grand Biltmore Estate amidst the splendor of the Gilded Age. So if you have students that are in to certain time periods, this would be great. Serafina's pa is the estate's maintenance man, and he's warned her to keep herself hidden from the fancy folk who live on the floors above. But when children at the estate start disappearing, Serafina and her friend, Brayden Vanderbilt, must work together to solve a dark and dangerous mysteries. Also another great novel for your students who like mysteries. Book number three, and this is a two for one. Actually, it's a anything he's ever written, but Scythe and Unwind by Neil Schusterman. He is the master of dystopian, in my humble opinion. So these are two dystopian novels. Scythe takes place in a world where death has been conquered and Scythes are tasked with gleaning to control the population. And Unwind is set in a society where unwanted teens are unwound for their body parts. And Unwind is actually a series, then there's Unholy and Unsold. I just think it grips my students because they're into all of that. Whether or not they're having those deep thoughts on their own, they're scary books and the kids love scary books right now. They love it. Here's another bonus that is not on my list. But thinking of scary books is The Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman. Not so much scary as it is macabre, but check it out. Book 
Number four, really, if you count Scythe and Unwind, but on my list, book number three is The Magical Imperfect by Chris Barron. It's about a boy named Eaton who has stopped speaking since his mother left him. His father and grandfather don't know how to help him, and his friends have really just given up on him. When Eaton is asked to deliver a grocery order to the outskirts of town, he realizes he's at the home of Malia, also known as the creature. Malia stopped going to school when her acute eczema spread to her face, and the bullying of her peers just became too much. And of course, the two become friends. Other kids tease Eaton for knowing the creature, but he believes that he might have a cure for her eczema. If only he can convince his family and hers to believe it too. If it works, will these two outcasts find where they fit in? It's a very lovely story touching about friendship, one that's not on the scary side. Number four is Touching Spirit Bear by Ben Michelson. Not a new book. If you also want to read another Ben Michelson book, Petey. Again, not on my list, but I just thought of it. We did it in book club last year and my students loved it. But let's get back to Touching Spirit Bear. So Touching Spirit Bear, if you haven't read it, it follows the journey of Cole Matthews, a very troubled teenager who is sent to a remote Alaskan island as part of a rehabilitation program. Through his experiences in the wilderness and his encounters with a mysterious bear, Cole learns about self-reflection, healing, and the power of forgiveness. This is a great choice because it explores themes of redemption and that we can all turn ourselves around, and also the Native American culture and personal growth. Just a really great book for students who might connect to that type of protagonist. Touching Spirit Bear would be a really great book, and it's just a good book anyway. We also did that book in literature circles last year, and the students loved it. Book number five, and this is a three for one, is The Teddy's Saga by Daniel Krauss. The librarian has suggested it to me. I have been unable to get my hands on it at our school library because my students are checking it out. So I've ordered it and it hasn't arrived yet. Full disclosure, I haven't read them, but my school librarian, she said she read them, all three of them, within a couple of weeks. They were so good. The first book in the Teddy saga is They Threw Us Away. The journey to find a child becomes an existential quest for an abandoned teddy bear. But Buddy is not just any stuffed bear. He's a blue Furrington teddy with a red silk heart. So why did he wake up in a landfill with other Furringtons? A more pressing matter, however, is escaping trash land and its murderous gulls and bulldozers. The teddies are yearning to connect with a child and achieve a state of peaceful forever sleep. So Buddy and his new friends of differing temperaments and different gifts set out on a journey through the city to find children who will want them. After they encounter other Furringtons in disarray, This opener in the Teddy Saga series becomes a mystery about why these teddies are being harmed in the first place. The second book is They Stole Our Hearts, and my librarian did say that the second book didn't make much sense until she read the third, so be prepared for that. In the second installment of the Teddy Saga, the bears resume their quest, this time to find their manufacturing origins. This picks up months after the first book. Buddy and his teddy friends have been living a stable life, mostly hidden under Darling's bed. When the girl's mother discovers them and becomes outraged, the teddies set out on another journey because they're still yearning for the love of a child. They decide to find the suit and his factory and demand that he fix them. Faced yet again with death and other dark challenges, 
The remaining bears end up among a village of discarded teddies. In this camp, the Farringtons seem to be reviled, and another cliffhanger ending evokes mysteries to be solved in the next volume. The final book is They Set Fire. The teddies discover the answers to their greatest mysteries. They pick up where They Stole Our Hearts Left Off, The remaining teddies, Sonny, Reginald, Nothing, and their committed leader, Buddy, have found Proto, the first Furrington teddy made by the creator. And once again, the teddies set off on a mission, this time to the courthouse, to find the suit who made them dangerous to children. Their plans take them in unexpected directions as they help a human kid with scars of his own find his place in the world. Check out the teddies saga. Book number six is Starfish by Lisa Phipps. Ever since Ellie wore a whale swimsuit and made a big splash at her fifth birthday party, she's been bullied about her weight. To cope, she tries to live by the fat girl rules with quote-unquote not making waves and avoiding eating in public, don't move so fast that your body jiggles, and she has found her safe space in her swimming pool where she feels weightless. In the water, she stretches out like a starfish and can take up all the room she wants without worrying about anyone else. Ellie also has her dad and her therapist, but her mother does not make life easy. She also has her neighbor, Catalina, who loves Ellie for who she is. Ellie might finally be able to cast aside fat girl rules and starfish in real life by being her own fabulous self. This is a heartwarming, Get wrenching book where Ellie finds herself and is good for all readers who love a really feel good story. Book seven is another two or more for one. And while this author isn't new, my students are loving the books right now. His themes are making a comeback, and that author is John Green. So I'm not suggesting any particular book, but just John Green himself. I love An Abundance of Catherines and Paper Towns. But overall, John Green's novels are known for their relatable characters and witty writing style. An Abundance of Catherines follows the story of Colin Singleton, a young prodigy who embarks on a road trip to find meaning in the wake of one of his breakups. And Paper Towns tells the tale of Quentin Jacobson's quest to find the enigmatic Margot Roth Spiegelman. Both books are engaging reads and they have male protagonists on the hunt for girls. Here are the two bonus books that I found the night before I recorded this episode. And so I just found these books. They popped up on my Instagram feed. I ordered them right away. I was hoping that they were going to arrive before recording. They didn't. Hopefully they get here soon. I haven't read them, but they're going to be on my list with the Teddy Saga over winter break. So it is Drums, Girls, and Dangerous Pie by Jordan Sonnenblick. And this is about Steven, who has a totally normal life. Almost. He plays drums in the all-city jazz band, whose members call him the peasant. He has a crush on the hottest girl in school who doesn't even know he's alive. And he's constantly annoyed by his younger brother, Jeffrey, who is cuter than cute, which is also pretty annoying to him. But when Jeffrey gets sick, Steven's world is turned upside down and he is forced to deal with his brother's illness and his parents' attempts to keep the family in one piece. His homework, the band, girls, and dangerous pie. But you're going to have to read the book to find out what that is. Gosh darn it, I wish I would have read the book. There is a sequel, After Ever After, 
and that is the sequel to Drums, Girls, and Dangerous Pie. The description that I found online gives some stuff away, so I'm just going to say that I plan to read it. And when I looked it up, Jordan Sonnenblick might be a new author that I'm going to have to include in my classroom library. It looks like a lot of his books would interest students who are in band or who feel like they just aren't fitting in. These books are excellent suggestions for reluctant readers, all of them. And here are the reasons why. They are engaging and fast-paced stories. They have accessible language and writing styles. They have thought-provoking themes. They're in varied formats. Most of them have shorter chapters, although I can't attest to the ones I haven't read. And they're relatable. The books address very relatable issues to middle school, Let's recap because I know I kind of went in a zigzag pattern today. Alone by Megan E. Freeman, Serafina and the Black Cloak by Robert Beatty, and there is a series. Scythe by Neil Schusterman. Unwind by Neil Schusterman, and Unwind has Unholy and Unsold. The Magical Imperfect by Chris Barron. Touching Spirit Bear by Ben Mickelson. And I forgot to mention that Touching Spirit Bear has a sequel. And I mentioned Petey by Ben Michelson. The Teddy's Saga by Daniel Krauss, and that has three books in the series. Starfish by Lisa Phipps. An Abundance of Catherines by John Green. Paper Towns by John Green. Drums, Girls, and Dangerous Pie by Jordan Sonnenblick. And the sequel, After Ever After by Jordan Sonnenblick. Hopefully, This list has sparked interest and possibly you have some new titles to add to your middle grades TBR list. That means to be read. Don't forget to share your favorite reads. Seriously, I want to hear them. Send me a DM or post a picture of the books you're loving and tag me at Annotated ELA. It means so much to me when you reach out and I know you're listening. Until next time, friends, remember the magic is in the process. Thanks for hanging out with me and listening to today's episode. For more support with all things ELA, visit my free resource page on my website at annotatedela.com slash free. Until next time, friends, remember, the magic is in the process.